Man, that's probably the biggest challenge of affiliate owners is not attaching your own personal beliefs and emotions to it when when someone leaves it. Welcome back. Best hour of their day. And this is a very special episode. We've got a an affiliate you client on here. So if you're a regular listener, if you're an affiliate owner and you're still debating, still thinking about doing this thing, let's hear from one of our people. And this is a real person, right, John Pine? Yes, sir. Sure we, is. We, <laughs> sure is. John Pine, That you're one of the people that... Um, do you get a lot of first name, last name? John Pine. Um, no, most people call me JP. Oh, so just me. Yep. yep, a handful of people call me John Pine. It's just, it rolls off the tongue. It's smooth. It's yes. smooth and, um, you know, I, I, I like it. But we can go with a little JP, owner of Smoky Hollow CrossFit. Now in Baldwinsville, New York. Yes, Where's sir. Is it? Where's Baldwinsville? Central New York. We're just outside of Syracuse. Just Central New York. Is Rome near there? Um, about an hour. We are about an hour west of Rome. Were you at Woodstock '99? No, nope. I was. You were. People right. don't believe me. Yeah, because they had that documentary that just came out, and mm. I was like, man, I was there. I was there. Yeah. Uh, I had left before the fires, though. I was not a part okay. of the the uh, fires or the pillaging that was happening. Uh, I made it out safe. I made it out. I remember like everything that you watched in that documentary was true. We were hungry. We were thirsty. You know, we were college kids and it was like crazy expensive. So we we're like, let's get out of here. But why I wanted to talk specifically with you, John Pine, is your box was doing good. In fact, I remember when you first saw, you know, we get a lot of people that reach out to us. I think they fall into like three different categories. Like, hey, I'm brand new to this CrossFit thing and I recognize I need a mentor. I need a coach. And you know what? Kudos to those people because most people think this this uh, CrossFit business is easy, which we all know it's uh, it can be, but it's got its challenges. Then there's the people that are like, hey, my shit's on fire and I need help. And then there's the people like you that are like, hey, I'm chugging along. I'm doing okay, but I want to level this up. You know, there's a book out there, Good to Great, and, and I classify that. Yeah, Jim Collins, and that's kind of where I classify you. Like, you're, you were doing good. The truth is, with those affiliates out there, if you never hired a coach, if you never brought on a mentor, you would keep chugging along. You'd probably continue to pay yourself 50 to 75K a year. You know, you'd probably struggle a little bit in that work-life balance. You know, you'd probably feel like you're still doing all of the things at the box, and you would never really burst through that uh, proverbial glass ceiling. Is that how you were feeling? Yeah, that's that sums it up pretty well. What was the trigger to reach out? Um, I am. I'm just for self improvement. Um, I'm new to owning the business. I purchased it last June. So when I reached out to you, we were about six months in. Um, after I purchased the existing business, um. Yeah, I just I'm about personal development and that transfers over to business development as well. So that's why I reached out to you guys to see what what we could do better. So you you purchased the gym. 
what was that transaction like? Cause I think a lot of listeners are like either contemplating purchasing a gym or maybe they're an affiliate owner contemplating selling their box. What were some of the things you wish you knew prior to buying it? And, um, what, what were, what was one or two things that went really well? Um, what do I wish I knew? I wish I knew prior to buying it, how, how, how sensitively I take things. And then I could have prepared myself maybe a little bit better for, you know, when things are good, they're good. When they're not so good, then I kind of take that personal. And I wish, you know, I wish I had, um, yeah, that's all a little, little what, thought or what, foresight. What, what during the transaction were you being sensitive about? Um, not necessarily the transaction, but once once it finished, once it was um, mine and no longer the previous owners, um, you know, just the the reaction from longtime members, I kind of took that a little personal when they don't see the see the vision the same way that I do. Makes it makes it hard. You know, and and for the record, sometimes members they just don't know any better, really. It's like, hey, I'm buying this thing because the person selling it more often than not, not always, isn't putting in the work or doesn't want to put in the work. I'm like your savior. Here I am. Like, it's like, you know, we're coming. It's like Easter, right? I'm ri- I'm, ris- I'm rising. I'm coming up for you. And I'm trying to you know, hop on these shoulders because we're taking this place to the promised land. And they're like, no, we like that dude who is lighting fires you know, and, but, but, but at the same time, he grandfathered us in, like, we'll take that dude over you. And it's like, they just don't know any better. Were you getting like some of those types of people? Yeah. Um, maybe a little resistant folks resistant to, to change and, and to the vision, my, which, which I, I am so grateful by the way, for affiliate you for this, that establishing a North star out the gate to base decisions off of. So when I run into those issues where I'm not feeling great about things, I can always revert back to, to the core values that were established at early on and early on in affiliate you. What's your core value there at CrossFit Smoky Hollow? Um, community wellness and consistency. And, and what is, what does community mean to you? Community is, um, establishing a sense of wellness through um, struggle together um, in a controlled environment like the gym and 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 doing outside things together. Like, uh, you know, we've got a parade of lights that goes around Baldwinsville. We'll be doing a a little family get together here at the box this weekend. So community together, both inside the gym and outside of the gym. And what does wellness mean? Wellness is, that's that's something that's ever changing and recognition of that and recognizing that being consistent with exercise is going to improve our physical wellness. It's going to improve our emotional wellness and um, our social wellness as well by the group fitness classes. There's so much beauty there in the group fitness class. And lastly, you said com- community wellness and consistency, right? Consistency, showing up when we want to, showing up when we don't want to, recognizing that the decision to do so is going to impact not just us, but uh, the people we work out alongside of. And you know what Short I love about it? You know, it, it is one of the first drills. We're, we're always evolving the curriculum, but certainly when you signed up, it was one of the first drills and you put some time into it. It wasn't just like, ah, oh, community, like there's definitions that you've really, you know, ingrained within yourself. Cause I hear you repeating them and I'm sure, you know, you, you living by your values and your North star, like you put it, I'm, I would imagine 
that's what helped convert some of the members who were, you know, trying to follow the old, the old owner. I hope so. Do you, do you feel like all this, you know, a year later that they're on board with you? A high percentage of folks for sure. It's, it's, it's interesting because we pay attention to the, a lot of thought for me personally goes into those that I lose. And I have to be mindful of the fact that that's such a small fraction of, of, of really the whole, it's just a small picture of the whole. And I need to be more aware of the folks that are here and let that build me up as opposed to, you know, let, let those insecurities tear me down. Man, that's probably the biggest challenge of affiliate owners is not attaching your own personal beliefs and emotions to it when, when someone leaves. And, and I do think it's even harder when you're taking over because for many of them, like you said, you're coming in, you're, you're stepping up to the batter's box with two strikes and they're like, man, you know, John Pine, he changed the class schedule. I knew he was going to do that. And now I'm out rather than looking at it. Like, Hey, I changed the class schedule because we were hemorrhaging money or because the previous owner sold this because he was overworked. I'm changing this schedule to, to make this sustainable for the future. So like you said, consistency from me can lead to consistency from you. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Long-term and keeping that goal in mind, like the fact that if we close down, there's, I've, I've been part of a gym that closed down before and having being, being a displaced, um, a displaced gym rat is, uh, it's, it's shitty. It's a shitty feeling. Did you, did you do anything to let these guys know, like what your vision is? Did you have a town hall? Did you, did you get them together and, 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 and show them what kind of leader you're going to be or what, what some of the changes you might bring on were? Maybe I put together like a pretty lengthy email, um, but I had been kind of in a leadership position beforehand. I just kind of called the shots. So, you know, I was kind of the face of the box beforehand anyways. So they knew, they knew about my heart. Um, and that, that was, that's okay. Were you, were you one of the head coaches there? So was it a little bit of an easier transition because of that? I think so because I, you know, it's not like I was coming in from the outside. So I already had that respect from the members, which is big time. I've, I've learned when hiring coaches as well, that's, that's something that's big time. So I already had their respect. Um, I was already in a leadership position. I've already coached and, and done foundations with many of the people that were present. Um, so that, that certainly made it easier. Yeah, I think I think that, you know, it's like hiring a coach, bringing on a member and then grooming them to be a coach typically not always winds up being a little bit better for the affiliate than just bringing in an outsider. Yeah, I learned that. <laughs> you learned that one as we hate. We all have. So yeah. when you were taking over the box, you know, like I, like we talked about earlier, good to great. Don't worry. You look you look great. John. For sure. My wife loves my hair like this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So you're taking over the box. What are, what are three things you would say, Hey, these are good. These are reasons I want to take over. Um, impact. Um, I want, I want to have an impact. That was good. That was one reason why I wanted to take over. Um, I don't necessarily like being told what to do. So working at a, at a big company was, although it was fine because I'm a personable dude, it was, it didn't fill my cup at all. So I like to be my own boss. So, there was so you had your own career going? Oh, yeah. to the, 
You and and you obviously mentioned your wife. You have kids as well. I do. I've got a 16 year old daughter and a 14 year old son. So I mean, that must have been a tough decision for you to make to give up. You know, a paycheck every two weeks, a nine to five. You're in the middle of you know two teenagers. You know yeah, was- who are not exp- who are not cheap. I should say they're you know expensive. What, yeah. what was that decision like for you? And, and how much of an influence was your wife in that decision? Oh, she's so good. So really what ended up happening, it was a little bit more deli- uh, drawn out than that. So I worked at, I worked at a telecommunications company um, for about five years. I was doing very well there. Um, I communicate well with people. So it was no problem every time there was an opportunity. You had to wait X amount of time before moving up a position. Um, but anytime there was an opportunity, it was really easy for me to do so. Um, we all got called into a meeting one time. And uh, I think this was like 2018. We got called into a meeting, our whole department. They're like, everybody's going to lose their job. Our department's relocating down south. You can apply to do some lame shit in the call center. You can you can relocate down south and apply for your position there. People were like all in tears. I walk out, I give my wife a call. I'm like, honey, here's the deal. Um, I'm going to lose my job about six months. I'll get a severance package. I'm going to go back to school. She was like, okay, what? And I was like, no, I do the budget. We're fine. Take a look at this. So I showed her, uh, showed her the budget, um, went to school. My goal was physical therapy. Um, it's pretty competitive. I, I graduated with a two-year degree, went on from OCC on a Douglas Community College and moved on to Cortland. I, I applied to SUNY Upstate into their DPT program. Um, I wasn't accepted, which was which drew me to here. So that this was my backup plan was purchasing the gym. So I actually went out for drinks with the previous owner. I was like, dude, here's the deal. If I, I haven't heard anything, it's been like two months since the interview. If I uh, if I don't get in, you willing to sell the gym? I knew the answer. It was a rhetorical question. You and knew it was going to be a drink. yes. Yeah. Why'd um, you know that? Like, uh, I mean, I, I just know I, we, we communicated pretty frequently. I could, they were, the previous owners were pretty much removed. One of them had, had moved, um, about an hour and a half away to Ithaca. Um, his wife is a residency director at a hospital or something. And then the other owner owns another business. So they were kind of removed anyways. Um, so yeah, went out, uh, talked to him about that. He was like, "Ah, sure, we'll figure out details." I woke up, hung over the next morning, checked my email, and there was my denial letter. So from from SUNY from Cortland, Upstate. upstate. Yep. SUNY Upstate. Yep. Yeah, I'm a SUNY. I mean, so, SUNY grad. You know, I was okay. denied from plenty back in the yeah. application process. Look yeah. at me now, SUNY Binghamton. Yeah, got him. <laughs> yeah, so, I, bought a, I bought like a fancy suit for my interview. My wife was like, honey, you don't need to spend five bucks. Can we return that? Can we oh, return no, that to Men's no, Warehouse? No, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's in the closet. We're yeah. hoping for a summer wedding. That's what I've been told. <laughs> so, and I'm trying not to grow, but it's not happening. It's yeah, not working. Hey, you're, yeah, you're putting on some mass. Putting on some mass. You got to get those shoulders taken out. So, yeah. <laughs> you get denied from SUNY Upstate. You yeah. had this meeting, you know, yep, serendipitously the day before, and and then what's the uh, transition process? Yeah, that was January. Then there was all that legal bullshit that took so long. Um, we ended up officially closing in June, but with just the, the, the lease, we moved to a new location, so that, that drew out the process a little bit. Um, legal jargon that I have no idea anything about drew out the process some, too. Um, 
the, the previous owners were so good about it and so helpful with everything and super patient. So it wasn't a super rush, except for the fact that I was like, all right, well, we're starting to make some money here and I want to start making some changes that are going to impact me, you know, because at right. that point it was still their business. That, that is tough. I've, I've seen plenty of affiliate owners where it's like, you, like handshake agreement has happened. Like I'm owning this place now. However, I'm making changes that are smart for the business. I see this revenue going up and there's a, always that chance that we haven't signed on the dotted line and they come back in and like, well, John Pine, yeah. thanks for the help. You're out of here. But it's, they it's, were so amazing. They actually took, um, we, we came up with an agreement. They took off, um, uh, X amount off of the purchase price um, at closing um, based on a couple of months of revenue or something like that. So they were super fair about it. I'm incredibly grateful for them. Are they still, it sounds like they're not still around that they had well, relocated. One of them relocated. The other one is still a member. Um, his sister was involved. So Chad, he's still a member. He's, he's so exciting. Um, just thinking about a conversation yesterday and then his sister Darcy, she was involved in building the gym up. She's also a member still. Um, they're, they're incredibly helpful. If I have questions about things or if I'm, if I'm not even, even as a recently, um, just if I have questions about things or I'm not feeling quite right about something, sometimes Chad will be like, that's fucking stupid, dude, pay no attention to it. And that's all I need. Like, okay. Yeah. You're right. Sometimes you just need someone to remind you of that. Yeah. Everyone needs a chat in their life. Now, when you were taking over, was there ever times where they're like, they're they're trying to give you advice as the former owner, or do they let you just fly? Hey guys, Fern here. Real quick, I just want to share a quick success story from one of the hundreds of gyms that we've been able to help inside of Affiliate U. And our mission and best hour of their day is to ultimately improve and grow the greater CrossFit community by building better boxes and creating better businesses with better coaching staff so we can bring CrossFit to the masses. Check it out. And if you think we can help you, don't hesitate to reach out. My name is John Wells and I am the owner of CrossFit Aries in Wilmington, Massachusetts. At the time when I was negotiating for purchase, the gym was not in a good spot. They were barely taking in enough revenue to cover basic expenses, barely even the rent. Membership base, there was a solid foundation, but there wasn't a lot. It was under 50 members at the time. And I knew kind of going into it, it was gonna take a lot of work to get it up and running to where I wanted it to be. But I knew I had the passion and I knew I had the drive to get it to there. I just didn't know exactly where to start. The thing that stood out to me about Affiliate U was, you know, Fern and Ackerman. Uh, I'd listened to them on the podcast for years prior to actually signing the dotted line and purchasing my affiliate. And they were down to earth guys. They were in the CrossFit space. They were CrossFitters. They thought like me. They looked at the same things as me. And, you know, it wasn't just some other program trying to build a business. It was like somebody in your community coming out and offering their hand for help. Yeah, because I think a lot of affiliates experience that. It's like, I've sold it to you, but here's my advice. And I'm like, dude, you sold it to me because you were failing or because you were burned out or because it wasn't working. So, you know, if nothing changes, nothing changes. You might not like these decisions, but this is no longer. It's like, you know, your baby goes off to college. Like, hey, I can tell you all day long, don't get drunk at that fraternity party. But guess what yeah. you're probably going to do, right? right. So it, it, it's the same principle there. Now, now let's talk about two important metrics. Um, the, the, the revenue that was coming in 
when we call it a good box and the number of members you had as a good box. So let's start with revenue. When you, when you took over, it was around 16,000. No, when I purchased, shoot, when I purchased the gym, we were at about 7,000. Oh, 7,000. Um, yeah. So, so we're was, talking the numbers that I was looking at are just this year. Yeah, this is, this is just this year. So from June to June 21 to through December, well, I guess through January, um, brought us from seven to 16 and some change. And then from January through October, we were, um, went from 16 to 22, three. You've tripled the revenue at this yeah. affiliate. Yeah. We got to dive into this a little bit. It wasn't as simple as, you know, I know we worked together. There was a rate increase, but you know, what was, oh, you know the- what? I did not even do that. So early on, just like in June, there was a rate increase that brought us to like seven and not even a rate increase that brought us from, because when we had begun, I was like, yeah, man, I'm six months in. I haven't, have I did a rate. I was the face of the rate increase because it was brought lower prior to that because of COVID. So we were like, oh, we, we can't offer everything. So membership was like a hundred bucks a month or something. So I raised, raised the rates in June of 21. And so that is not even, not even with a rate increase since then. So you raised the rates to get it to 7,000. Yeah. Why'd you take over this gym, John Pine? Um, 7,000 a month. I can think of easier ways, right? To, to make $7,000 a month mm-hmm. than, than running an affiliate. Cause here's the thing, like people listening are like, Oh, 7,000, you know, that's nearly six figures. You're not factoring in any expenses at that point. Right. I mean, you're right. probably I, barely breaking even. Yeah, it was, I, 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 I could say fair with high level of certainty that if a, drastic change didn't occur that Smoky Hollow CrossFit probably would not be in existence. That's why your wife made you keep that suit. She was like, hey, let's Yeah, let's you're going to be that, that for an interview yeah, guy. We yeah. might send you out on some interviews here. So yeah. you, you go from 7,000. There, there's more to it, right? Because the other number is the, those those members, 156. This is only this year. You know, you went from 156 members to you're at 190 right now. Yeah, we were 70, um, I like 76 members, 12 of which were like not paying members. Yeah, and your standards, like my buddies over there don't charge them type of member, the coaches, yep. obviously, things yep. like that. Yeah. So you've, you've basically, you triple your revenue part in part by tripling your membership. Yeah. Yep. What are some of the yep. things that you did to improve those numbers, the, the membership specifically? Oh, you know, we, we don't really aggressively market. Um, you know, we put, put some social media posts out, but I, I don't pay for, I don't pay for marketing at all. Um, we moved to this new location. Maybe that was helpful in marketing. I remember I when you were going through that big move. Yeah, that was really fun to do. Did you um, run a bring a friend week? No. no, you haven't no. run a bring a friend week yet. No, John Pine. Well, first of all, let me tell you, best hour of their day. We have a free mini course on bring a friend week right now for you, for the listeners. If you're listening to this and you've never run a bring a friend week, you're considering running a bring a friend week because you'll get 10 new members. 
simply by running a Bring a Friend Week. Go to besthouroftheirday.com, sign up for the newsletter. There'll be a whole uh, mini course in there. You're, you don't need to do it. We will walk you through it, John Pine. But All for right. those listening, you got to hop on this free mini course. Make sure you're subscribed to the newsletter. Make sure you're following the Instagram because, again, it's free. It's a mini course, how to run a kick-ass Bring a Friend Week. I cannot believe you didn't do that. Mm, no. Are you going to do it? I mean, since you just sold me on it, yeah, I think so. I mean, why, why not? I have I mean, nothing to lose. Yeah, I mean, look, we're, we're recording this, you know, right before Thanksgiving. It'll come out towards the end of November. Maybe not December, but second week of January, if you're an affiliate, you need to be running Bring a Friend Week. And like I said, well, we put it all together for you. Done for you program. You put Writing it on the board, I like it. You write something down, 50% more likely to happen. You know, 100% of statistics are made up on this spot. However, yes. however, I can tell you, bring a friend week, 100% guaranteed to be successful. We've had affiliates literally, literally gain 30 members in a week. Like okay. all the members you need for an entire year, boom, right then. So we will do that for you. What do you think you were doing to triple your membership? You must have, and this is, you know, conscious incomp, or I'm sorry, unconscious competence, if you will. You might not even know what you were doing. I'm not, I'm not sure. I just try to, I just try to you, lead with my heart. Well, I can tell you this much. The type of person that signs up for affiliate you is the type of person willing to work on themselves and, and also recognizing, Hey, I need some guidance. I need some mentorship, but I'm sure that, can you think of any things that you've done in the last two years that would have led to such a drastic increase in membership? I think it's just like, a, I think a, a presence here, um, me being present and communicating with people, your shirt, man, caring, um, communicating with people, um, just showing, leading with my heart, showing, showing that I love and um, I want people to do well, um, communicating the fact that I don't really care about them doing well immediately. I want them to do well long term and getting people to buy into that. Like you need to make those consistent decisions. Um, I think living that myself, um, like we, I, I take all of our classes. I, that's when I work out is during class. And I am also, you know, we started the consistency club about six months ago. I I am on it every month too. Um, I just so that's awesome, and that's that's something you know the listeners need to recognize. Like, not just that you're taking classes, which is fantastic, but you know, a, a committed club. What's your number? How many? What's the number to get? Uh, fifteen. That's three 15. and a half times. A week. So if someone comes in three and a half times a week, fifteen times a month, they are entered into. You call it the consistency club. We call it a committed club. Um, and then they're eligible for some sort of raffle or some sort of prize for the month? I mean, sometimes I just put it on the interweb. I've actually only done one prize, but I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. You, you know what's amazing about all this is you're like the, you are like me basically in high school. We were like, ah, I can get straight A's, but I'm not going to put any effort in. Like, mm. you'll get an A out of this. That's what you've done with Affiliate U. You've, you've, you've gotten straight A's by just being you know, by caring. Right. But, but at the same time, I feel like there's so much more, we can get so much more out of you. We got to get you to dig back into the curriculum because 
in, in 2023, we can go to 200 members easily. I mean, I want to hit, a, I want to double your revenue. I want to not, you know, we look at that revenue of $22,000 a month right now. First of all, how's that feel to be paying yourself from your That's own business? Nice. It's better. What do you say to your wife every night? Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Between us, what do you say? Honey, look at me now. Yep. Look at me. See that shut the TV off. Shut the TV off. And recognize. Are you going to shop? All, this is this. This is it. Are you going to shop all night or are you going to shut your phone off? That's what I say. That's the last damn, thing I say. How many Amazon packages can we get out here in Baldwinsville? Like, Mind your business. That's what, I'm, that's what you're going to do. That's your response. You see those two teenagers? I push them out. Um, that's pretty uh, pretty badass, though, John Pine, that you've got. You know, I, I, I see no reason, you know, to not think that you can double that revenue. Someone like, you know, Trish out in Babylon or some of our other really successful affiliates, Ryan in California, that are just crushing it and, you know, at the point now where it's it's more than just about the money you're taking in, but just creating that life you want. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice to be able to take a take a trip. Um, my son plays lacrosse. We had a trip to D.C. this past weekend, uh, two weeks ago. It was nice to be able to hang out with them and spend some time there and not worry about the gym and do some sightseeing. And that, like, you know, with with travel, travel stick, we'll be moving moving around quite a bit. So it'll be nice to have the freedom um, to be able to do that and not be too concerned about the gym operating or can can should should we do that? Can we afford that? It's it's certainly a, a little less stressful. But then at the uh, same time, I'm like, everything's going to go so bad. What's going to happen? What What do you think that is? Why do you think you still have that that mindset? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, shoot. Why do I have that mindset? I don't know. It's interesting. It's so crazy. Along this whole journey, I've seen, I mean, data, data speaks for itself, and I can see like Wattify is beautiful. I can run reports and I can see the trends. And at the same time, I'm like, everything's going really great. Maybe it's going to go really bad. It's a blessing and a curse because that allows me to keep, that keeps me in check to make sure that I'm caring. That keeps me in check. Like just let people know if you do those things, write a birthday card to every single person. It may not, you know, it, it, it's, it's those sort of little things. Um, and I think the fear of failure, feel of crash and burn, the feeling that that might occur is what drives me to continue to keep growing and doing better. Here's what I want you to do, John Vine. Sure. I want you to, uh, I want you to name this person. This person that's telling you this is going to crash and burn. We're going to fail. We're going to have to drag that suit back out of the corner and apply for jobs in Baldwinville, New York. What's the name of this person? That is probably unsure me from the age of 16 to 34. And then, and then the concern that I didn't know where my life was going. And, um, I think, that that probably has a lot to do with it. Well, let's I, do I, it I, I was live on the thoughts. air. You know, like, you you what was that? I, I I have a lot of 
you know, I spent some time behind bars. I've done a lot of drugs. I've been addicted to everything. Um, I've, the only drug I've never consumed was meth. Um, so all, all of that and the damage probably that occurred psychologically in doing those sorts of things at a young age um, maybe prevented healing along the way. And, and I don't know. Yeah, I guess that would probably be it. Can you do that? Can you do this live on the air? Can you name this person? I don't know. 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 Well, you said it was your your younger you. I mean, it's probably my parents, right? Is it mom and dad? I mean, I'm not I'm not suggesting you name this voice in your head mom and dad. But the point being, when you have this voice come talk to you, you have this ability, right, to say, hey, not now, you know, Jimmy James, whatever this guy's name is, right? And and recognize like, hey, this guy's talking to me, but I'm in just like you have those members that Chad told you, that's none of your business. This guy's voice is none of your business. Cause here's the thing, you're doing all the right things. You're making this progress. Like, I think we all have that inner voice. Those of us that are able to, and I think as entrepreneurs, we have, we, we must like that, that voice, like you said, there's part of that that drives me, but you have to take that, that voice and, and recognize, okay, because of that voice, I am going to sit down and write a, a thank you card. Because of that voice, I am going to take the 5.30 a.m. class. You know, because of that voice, I will be here 15 times a month. Yeah. But, it, but, be, but I'm not listening you, to you tell me I'm going to fail because I'm proving yeah. you wrong. And, and like you said, you've got, you know, go, whether you have Wattify, Push Press, you know, Zen Plan or whatever pl- platform you use, look at those trends. You know, we talk about it in, in what is fitness, sickness, wellness, fitness continuum. You have a hedge against sickness at your box because your box is fit, right? Fern talks all about this. You can go back and listen. I think it's episode 588. Fern talks about the sickness, wellness, fitness. And just like in your health, right? You take a, a couple days off, you take a week off, a month off, you're still going to be able to throw down a sub four minute Fran. Come on, John Pine. I know oh, you can, sure, right? Sure, sure. Yeah. But, but, um, and, and, and just like, you know, you slack off for a week, you go on a vacation like you talked about, you're not losing 10 members because you've got that hedge and they know how much you care about them. Yeah, so, that is sometimes a concern, man. Like when, I, when we went to D.C. for a minute there, I was like, fuck, man, everybody's going to quit the gym. It's not going to happen. I know I'm just out of town for the day. And, <laughs> did, and did, did anybody... Uh, Quit the gym? No. No, we're good. Exactly. Exactly. You you know, um, you know, the team here, we're, we're proponents of the Enlifted method, and we're going through the Enlifted curriculum ourselves. And, and one of the things that we talk about on those calls, and we're implementing this in Affiliate U, is a spell. And I think really what you have is a spell, right? We all heard the word abracadabra. What does abracadabra make you think of? Oh, a wizard. Um, yeah, a wizard, magic, you know, maybe Steve Miller band, but for most of us, you know, and, and abracadabra simply means with my words, I create, or with my word, I influence. And the definition of a spell is a word or combination of words with a bad influence. And I think we all have a spell that we sometimes put on ourselves, but you can take that same spell and be positive. So when Jimmy James is talking to you, like we said... I can get in the dumps. We've all been there. Oh, I lost a member. What did I do wrong? Or, you know what? 
I'm going to write down thank you cards. I'm going to write down we miss you cards. I'm going to reach out to a member I hadn't heard of. With that same spell, we can create something positive. And I think that's what you're doing. So when we talked earlier about unconscious competence, you are listening to that voice, which you should. But you're kind of being like, hey, quiet down over there. I got this shit. John Pine's here. John Pine, been there, done that. He's not going there again. We're taking this thing. We're pouring some rocket fuel on it because we're going to do Bring a Friend Week. Right? Yes. Yes, we are. Yes. Second week in January. On the Second week already on the whiteboard, which I love. Um, everybody listening, again, head over to Best Hour or besthouroftheirday.com. Get your free mini course. We're going to talk about maybe a little rate increase over at Smoky Hollow next year. Yeah, I think it's it's time for that. Um, we've got our first first winter national grid bill coming. I'm sure that's going to be really fantastic. So. Did you get hit by that snowstorm like Buffalo did? No, 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 no. Like you didn't get hit by- I was panicked. I was panicked, but we didn't get it. Yeah. Hey, hey, you down You down to do a little uh, digging deep on this episode right here together? Sure. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Here's what I want you to do, and I want all the listeners to do this along with John Pine. Whether you're an affiliate owner, a coach, a member, this is something that's powerful. Fern, Marcus, Katie, Cody, Nate, Nikki. Uh, we've, we've all done this together. We've all been through Mark England's course and lifted. Highly recommend it. Again, this is part of the Affiliate U curriculum coming up in, in, uh, in the next year. But here's what I want you to do, John Pine. We're going to go through a little should detox for you. All right? This should be personal. Detox. Should. Should detox, right? We got to stop shooting on yourself. Okay. Because you've done so many good things that I think – You don't, I think oftentimes as affiliate owners, I know I was there back in the day. It's like, man, no matter how much good you do, how much impact you have, like you said, we, we, we tend to focus on some of the things we're not doing, but there's probably some things you, you want to do, whether it's personal or business related. So I want you to write down one thing that you should be doing. I should, and write this down because when, when you, we retain 30% of what we hear, 50% of what we write, and 80% of what we share, explain, or teach. So I want all the listeners to take this and maybe share it with someone after this. So, And then I'm going to ask you a couple questions about it if you're willing to share. All right. Will you, would you mind reading that? Yep. I said I should spend more time pouring into my kids. I should spend more time... Pouring into my kids, like into pouring into my kids. Oh, I love that, and I think uh, we all feel that as parents, right? Like, in entrepreneurs, it's a double-edged sword. Like, I, I, you know, shout out to all the entrepreneurs out there. But I think sometimes as fathers, we, you know, the moms are doing the the, the caregiving, and it's a it's a full time, it's a double full time job. But we're as the dads, we're hustling over here, and oftentimes right. it's like not only are we hustling. But we're also thinking about the time we're not spending with the kids because we're hustling, mm-hmm. right? So I, I should spend more time pouring into my kids. And how does that make you feel? Um, like time has been wasted and uh, there is not much left. That's deep, man. That's deep. Can you do me a favor now? Can you cross out the should and write could? And then will you read that, please? I could spend more time pouring into my kids. First of all, what I recognize is the way you said that was far more positive. There was almost like an uptick 
rather than a downtick. How did that make you feel? Better. Better. All right. Can you cross out the could and write can? Yep. Can you read that, please? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can spend more time pouring into my kids. First of all, you're like a different human being. You're smiling. You're happier. And how does that make you feel? Better. Better? Now, simply changing that makes you feel better. But, you know, in CrossFit, we want to be on, you know, we want results. We want intensity. To add a little intensity to this one, can you add a because statement? I, I can spend more time pouring into my kids because... Let's hear. Let's hear. You wrote a lot down there, John. I did. I did. I can spend more time pouring into my kids because I make my own schedule and have the means to do so. I love it. That was really, you know, now you're starting to almost, you know, in the crossroad world, quantify, measurable, observable, and repeatable. How did that make you feel? Better. So here's what I want you to do, right? This is a, you feeling good? Feeling good? You didn't think this call, we're going to talk about Smokey Hollow. We're talking about John Pine. Yes. This is really what affiliate ownership's all about. You want to make six figures, there's ways to do it, right? Like go be a barista, make 20 bucks an hour, eight hours a day. You know, I don't know. I couldn't, I didn't think that through. I don't know what that math comes out to, <laughs> to be clear. But I can tell you what, there's a punch in, punch out, yeah. right? Starbucks will probably pay for your physical therapy school that you didn't get into. But maybe we'll find a place to get you in. Um, right. You don't have to wear that suit. You get free coffee from what I understand. There's easier, better ways, not better ways. There's easier ways to make money than being an affiliate owner. But because of what you just said, I can spend more time with my kids because I am in control of my schedule. Not everyone gets to experience that. What I want from you, we don't have to do this on the air, but I would like to hear from you today, please, John Pine. You have my number. I want you to plug into your calendar an hour every day that you can spend with those rotten teenagers. All right. All right. And you got a boy and a girl? I do. That's going to be tough because they probably aren't into the same things at 14 and 16 years old. No. Right? So you're going to have to figure out what that looks like. And what you're doing for the listener's sake is writing it down. I see you writing it down. So I know I'm going to get it. I want a screenshot. And for everyone that went along listening and you're still here, that's such an important, you know, tool and tactic that we can all be doing. And we call it the should detox because we all should on ourselves. We all things we should be doing. But simply by changing the words we use, you heard in John Pine's voice and inflection, just the positivity, the the hope, the belief. And now by plugging in plugging it into your calendar, I know it's gonna happen. And by sharing it with a friend, sharing it, you know, with someone else, it's even more likely to happen. That was really awesome, John Pine. Thanks for playing along with that. It's been great. I'm excited to hear this from you. I'm excited. 2023 is going to be the year we double revenue. All right. But also more important than the revenue we're going to double is you are going to spend more time with your kids because that's what being an affiliate owner is all about. You know, being able to control your own schedule. No one, you know, goes to, well, hopefully not many, right? Affiliate owners go to their grave thinking, oh man, I wish I spent more time at the box. If, hey, if there was a place I was going to spend, it would be at the box, but you still would look back and be like, man, I wish I spent more time with those kids when they were in the house. You got a couple of years left with them and we're going to do it. Yep. Yep. I love it, John Pine. 
thanks for being on here. And uh, I look forward to helping you continue to grow in the next year. Yes, sir. Thank you so much.